Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience, can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Be Seen and Be Known. The one secret I think that lingers out there in the world of stepping into our soul mission and really speaking our voice into the world is this fear of being seen. Ugh right? Uh, <laughs> uh, say it with me. Being seen and being known, This it's like a partial desire to be seen. Like, I want to be seen for who I am. I want people to connect with me. And then this fear of like, what happens if the light is shining on me? What happens if I'm seen? And the fears that go along with that. So I think it's an important conversation that we have, and I'm truly happy to be having it with our guest today, Carrie Murphy. She is the CEO and founder of Inspired Living, and she's committed to empowering people all over the world to dream it, live it, and be it. This international speaker, video marketing expert, and business mentor honed her expertise in the entrepreneurial field for more than 22 years and on camera for more than three decades. Her company specializes in teaching entrepreneurs how to stand out online, authentically show up on camera, and become an industry leader in their space. She's a veteran of television with appearances on MTV, on E!, Fox, and NBC, just to name a few. And Carrie brings her hard-worn entrepreneurial knowledge and on-camera expertise to her clients through public speaking, coaching programs, and her Inspired Living TV web series and podcast, helping entrepreneurs stay inspired and enlightened on what it takes to build a seven-figure brand. She was chosen to be a mentor for the Branson Center of Entrepreneurs and has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs from around the world share their message, use video powerfully, and create an influential brand. Carrie's signature It Factor training is the most sought-out on-camera training for entrepreneurs in the U.S. and has been featured on CNN, ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, and more. She's a wonderful, warm, honest, funny, and captivating teacher who can spot and cultivate the it factor in her clients and students and help them shine on stage, on camera, and in their lives and businesses. I had a wonderful conversation with Carrie. She is a wonderful, warm-hearted, beautiful soul, as you will see. So with no further ado, Carrie Murphy. Carrie, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited to dive into some of this because I think that we are at a time on the planet 
where we definitely need people to step into their light, to their inspiration, to their power, to be able to share these things with the world. And let's face it, it doesn't always come naturally <laughs> to figure out <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. okay, I have this living within me. How do I do this? Right. And how do I bring myself to the world? And so I know you're going to give us so many amazing tips on that, but so that everybody here can get to know you, can you take us back to like, how you've been able to create this amazing business supporting women? Like, what was your journey like coming to this point? Uh, you know, it's, it's like everyone, like we all have our story. And I love the quote from Steve Jobs. He said, you can never connect the dots in front of you. You can only connect them behind you. And oh my goodness, the dots, the dots are insane. Because when I look at my life and what I do right now through inspired living, and really it's the combination of helping women fulfill their deepest soul purpose with creating a business and teaching them how to use their message and how to get out of fear and really stand powerfully in their space, which you're so right. There's never been a more important time to do that. But for me, you know, I started out on camera when I was about 11, like the most awkward age humanly possible. My mom thought, Hey, this is a great time to finally put her, you know, in front of the camera. <laughs> And so all those insecurities that we all have when it comes to be, being visible, Shanna, I had as a little girl, and she still lives within me. I still look at myself on camera and go, oh my God, do I look like that? Do I sound like that? But after you know 30 years of doing something, I, I really understand there's such a greater purpose behind it. I often say video is not about you, and it couldn't be more true. And that for me, like that little girl who still lives in me, I get to say, shh stop, you know, and, and really allow yourself to show up in a way that connects with the person on the other side, which is what we'll talk about today. So that's kind of where I started doing commercials and some film. And then I got into hosting and I really loved that. I loved the energy of being live on set or hosting different events. And I started my first business when I was 22. So I, I kind of early on before using video to grow your business was a thing. Um, I was using video to grow my business. When I had my interior design business, I was the local interior design expert on our morning shows. I was doing commercial work. When I bought the talent agency I went through as a little girl, and yes, I bought at 27, the talent agency I went through as that awkward 11-year-old was there throughout my teens, um, ended up buying that with my mom's help at 27. Got it to almost a million dollar business when the 2008 recession hit. And so, you know, for someone who's listening right now who just feels like the rug has been, you know, maybe like taken out from under them, I'm always like, you know, that can be the greatest blessing because it allows you to evolve into that next version of yourself. And so for me, losing it all in 2008 really gave me an opportunity to reconnect with my zone of genius and with really who do I want to be and what do I want to do? And through that inspired living was born. And it really is the combination of, you know, entrepreneurship and, and loving businesses. And I love seeing potential in people and creating beautiful brands and all the things. Um, but it also really allows me to feel something that I feel is, is so much deeper, which is, you know, deeper purpose, really living the most inspired life and giving women a vehicle to do that. It's so beautiful. And I'm glad you brought that up um, because we go through these times and certainly we're kind of in some wild times right now that could be shaking people's lives up in a myriad of ways. And yes. to your story, like sometimes we have done great things in the world and we've had great success or we've tried great things, 
but like there's something deeper. And that moment for you probably gave you an opportunity in 2008 to say, what is it that I really want to bring forward? Or what is this deeper purpose and this deeper connection? And I think times like that we're kind of in today are also those times that push us to say like, who am I really? And what do I yes. want to do? And, and it might feel a little bit like, I don't really want to be pushed or I'm not, I'm not really up for this, or I'm not liking what's going on in my life, but it is always an opportunity. So I think it's beautiful. Like at that time where you kind of having those, those talks with yourself of like, like, like the moment where it's like, okay, what am I going to do? And how am I moving forward what in the world is happening? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for anybody- Again, the beautiful thing about kind of like where we are in the world right now too, is that a lot of people are asking them that. A lot of themselves, I think a lot of people are asking themselves, you know, what am I doing? What is the purpose? Everyone's online. How do I stand out? How do I compete with the noise? You know, so it's a really great time, whether you're doing something you love or not, to like really go in and reflect on, am I pursuing and doing my greatest work? It's so true. So, so how, like, I mean, I know what it's like, cause I, from my own experience to feel like there's a calling inside of you or to feel like something is brewing at those beginning stages, but then to also feel like you're learning to walk again in the sense of like, <laughs> how do, how do I make sense of this? And then how do I tell other people, right? Like yeah. what this is in my life. So, so maybe you have some pointers for people that are feeling that call, feeling something bigger, maybe trying to even make sense of what that's going to look like for them. If it's going to be a business, a vocation, something that they really bring forward. Like what can people start doing in early days to start answering this call? Uh, it's such a good question. Cause I think we all have some sort of calling and we have to go, yeah. okay, like, what do I do? And for me, when people ask me like, Carrie, what is the vision for inspired living? I just have to quote Walt Disney. Like it's bright and it's sparkly and it's out there, but I will tell you every day, it's just, what's the next step? What's the next one thing that feels in alignment with what I want to create in the world? What's the one thing I could be doing today? And I think a lot of people, myself included, we're so busy in the doing of life that we forget to take time to feel into it. And when I started, you know, a spiritual practice and really started understanding the power of intention setting and meditation and even just taking time to breathe. Like most of us don't do diaphragmatic breathing. We're doing very short breathing, you know, which is that fight or flight all day. And I'll tell you, girl, like the minute I just take a break, I have two little kids at home. I'm running my business. Like when I need to know the next step, I just need to take a break and just breathe into it and then trust my intuition that I know. And I want to say, like, we know what we want to be doing. It's just a lot of us live in fear and we don't feel like we can. And we, we, we tell ourselves stories that it's safer over here. And sometimes staying where we're at is actually the most dangerous thing that we can do. Yeah, that is so true. That is like, isn't it weird that it feels safer and that yes. many times it's actually like the zone of where things are going to get worse? <laughs> exactly. Like, why is that? Exactly. Like, we feel so safe in what's not working. Yeah, because because there is a sense of safety when you know and can predict, right? Like I know I'm in a, an abusive relationship. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like I like if someone was like, and it's safe. Like I know every night. Like this is what's going to happen. But you know what's scarier? Like not knowing what's next. Taking myself out of that abusive relationship and trusting 
the universe, God, you know, that I will be provided for, that I will be taken care of. Same thing with business, same things with career. You know, you go to work every day and you know that this is what's going to show up for you. It's much scarier when you don't know, but that is truly where the magic happens in the, in the not knowing and in the trusting. Um, and it's, it is, it's a scary walk every day, but I couldn't imagine, you know, being in a career or relationship or a path in life where, it wasn't fulfilling. And I think I'm just at that place in my life where like, I'd rather, I'm always, I've always been a risk taker, but for me even more so now as I mature, um, just how important it is. Like life is, I think if anything, the last few years has really shown us is how quickly life can change, how precious life is. And we don't know how much time we have. No one knows, you know? So why not? Like, what's the worst that could happen? I love that question. Like, what is the worst that could happen? And for most of us, the worst isn't that bad. Yeah, it's so true. So so if we're trying to take a mission out, like we're trying to understand it, right? We're trying to conceptualize it. Like obviously people need support on the journey, right? <laughs> There's many stages yeah. of yes. like awakening <laughs> and like understanding why you're here and you're calling. Um, but it is easy. And you mentioned this to feel like there's so many other people doing it, right? Like there's so many other people, let's say on social media or so many other people, you know what I mean? Speaking about being inspired in their life or speaking about spirituality or whatever it is that it can feel easy to compare, of course. And it can feel easy to feel like I'm just getting started. And these other people are doing these massive things or they've got, you know what I mean? Big teams of people doing all this stuff. So what would you say to the people that have a dream, have a vision out there, right? And and it mm-hmm. just feels overwhelming because there's so much out there. Yes. And I hear that so much, Carrie. There's so much noise. And yes, there is noise. But what I want you to understand is that you, my beautiful friend, are frequency. And that your frequency is uniquely and divinely made, and it will attract the right audience to you. I don't care how many people are teaching on camera training or business building or brand. Like no one does it the way I do because my frequency is my own and my team and the whole culture of inspired living. And so I want to just start by saying, as cliche as this sounds, um, that you are special and that no one has your story, no one has your DNA, and no one does the thing the way you do. Think about all the realtors, all the doctors, all the attorneys. Like if we thought for a minute, well, I'm not going to do that. There's someone else doing it. Like, but maybe you're the one who's actually going to finally cure cancer. Like you don't know, but again, it's like taking that next step And to understand that, you know, we call it broadcasting your brilliance. When you broadcast your brilliance, when you understand your frequency, you don't contribute to noise. You actually create a channel that people want to listen to. And when you understand that, you don't need to reach millions. In fact, I love Seth Godin because he talks about smallest viable market. Like you don't need to reach millions. You just need to reach one And that one will turn into 10 and 10 will turn into 20. So get out of this needing to be like anyone else or comparing yourself because that is the biggest drain of energy and time on the planet and get really clear into who you want to serve and why. And remember, like, I don't care again, who you are and what you do from Michelle Obama to Jodie Foster, um, imposter syndrome is a real thing. And 
people who are real frauds don't suffer from imposter syndrome. So if you're feeling it, it's okay. You're normal. And you just need to be two steps ahead of someone else. I think so much, like we think that we have to be like at the top of the mountain and we need to have all this success before we can help someone. And quite frankly, sometimes that's really intimidating. You just need to be the guide that can get me two steps further along from where I am right now. And when you think about that, you're like, oh, I can do that. I got two steps ahead of someone right now, whether you're in fitness, finance, business, relationships, you can teach someone something and it starts from there. Yeah. It's so, I I actually noticed that in my own journey when I was building my business that, that let's say you were to connect with somebody that's 20 steps ahead of you. It's almost like they've lost touch sometimes with what it is to be where you're at. Like you really yeah. do want somebody that's like a handful of steps ahead of you enough to like know a bit of the path, right? Like that section of the path that you're heading towards. But like at a certain point, it's like that person's so far beyond in their development of their business or their life or their mission or whatever that that they might not totally remember, right? And they might not yeah. totally be in touch with like, what it is to be even like in 2022 when we're talking um, versus maybe they, you know, built what they did back in 19, you know, 90 or something. And so it's like things evolve. How things have changed. And change, right? Um, And so, and so I think that's a beautiful thing because I do think we think we have to be complete, right? Like there is, as if there is a complete like, like I, I have to, I don't know totally, if there is a complete, <laughs> I could be totally done. I have to have everything perfect before I can help somebody. And it's really oh. not true. You're poised to help like somebody right now, today. Right now. Yes. Yeah. Right now. And again, that need of like being an influencer or having all these followers, I'll tell you, I know a lot of people that have bought followers or have huge followings and they're broke. And I know people that swear to God that are millionaires that have no social following. So though, of course I teach video and I teach you how to be visible and transparent and build a really amazing audience. Like, it's, it's not the number of people. And I really need people to start understanding that because we're getting very caught up in these vanity metrics and we need, we need to go back to sanity metrics. Like what really matters? <laughs> I love that. sanity metrics. It's so true. So, so what is it that you see, like talking on this point, like what causes somebody to have that type of success? If it's not like, because we look, you know, I think a lot of people from the outside are looking at numbers and equating numbers with success of the business. But if we're not on those vanity but metrics- what numbers are we looking at? Are we looking at numbers in our bank account or are we looking no, at Instagram? But no, I think people, because <laughs> that's what yeah. people see, right? On the outside, yeah. people see numbers on social media, right? And then they make a value judgment based on those numbers or how successful that person is. And you obviously, you know, see the real metrics behind the scenes in people's businesses. Like, what are the principles that you see that are most valuable in people who do have actually very successful businesses financially, money coming into their business versus just like, let's say social media numbers or what it looks like on the outside. What are some of the things that are like helpful that you have seen over the years? Like, oh, this person does this really well and that's attributing to the success of their business. Oh, there's so many things. I I think right now though, in this time, this 2022 time where we all feel like there's so much noise and everyone's come online, that I do think it's important to get known for something. I think it's important to micro niche. I think it's important to become a specialist. And I know there are people that disagree with me, but let me just say, if I'm Googling and looking for someone who's going to help alleviate a pain 
people are going to spend more money. They're going to follow you. They're going to respect you. They're going to do all the things when you get known for one thing. And I think the biggest mistake that I see so much is first of all, people have no idea who they're talking to. They're trying to catch the ocean. They're not authentic. And I know that we've heard this word for years and still I want to go back to it because, you know, authenticity for me anyway, is how you show up. If you and I were to meet and have lunch, which I would love to do since we're not that far away, (laughs) our conversation, I would assume would be very similar. Like we would hug and we'd talk and I would sound the same. Like the version of Carrie on podcast or stage, it's the same person. But a lot of times what happens is when people press record, they almost go into this idea of who they need to be and they lose the most important thing that creates connection. And that is that real authenticity. So authenticity is how you show up, how you speak, your mannerisms, your, even your tone and your cadence and just how you are. Like, is that coming out? Are you allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be quirky, funny, sarcastic, bold, snarky, like whatever it is that you are you? That's number one. Most people are not authentic. And then two, it's mirroring that with transparency. To me, what builds a real influencer, a real brand uh, that is sustainable, that really creates a movement is when the leader is transparent. When it's, hey guys, we just messed up. I am so sorry. Let me fix it. Instead of, oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. I'm going to blame my team or blame technology or whatever it might be. I think that there is this line of, I I love Sarah Blakely. I don't know her personally, but I feel like I do because she is so transparent. And by the way, she's on my bucket list to get at Brilliant one of these days. She will be there. Um, I'm manifesting that as I speak. But again, like she is such a great example of authenticity and transparency. You know, I love it when she's showing up and, you know, it was quite some time ago on her Insta feed. I think she was back on the Today Show and she grabbed a shirt that she wore like 15 years ago, right? And it like didn't zip up the back. (laughs) I love that so much because what you see is often really not what's happening. So anyway, I think that that's it right now. I think so many people are trying to be like someone else and they forget who they are. And if you don't know who you are, it's easy to get squashed, forgotten. You know, you don't have a competitive edge because you're just trying to be something to fit a niche, a marketplace, instead of being the most authentic version. And that can be anything that could be selling cups to real estate, to coaching, it's across the board. When you bring in super niche, specialty, authenticity, transparency, and then of course, team systems, automation, all that. But that's that's my two cents right now on that. Yeah, it's so great. I, I have told so many clients before to follow Sarah Blakely. I'm like, there's so many things like, you know what she loves? Like, you know, you, she doesn't like to fly on planes, right? Don't you right. know that? You know <laughs> yes. that if you follow her, right? Yes, like yes. all these funny, she likes Cheez-Its, right? right. Like right. all these yes. things, right? And she's so funny. And her husband's like, eats fruit all the time and like all this healthy and stuff. Wear and wear short like, shorts. Yes. Yeah, and she's eating French fries and she's like, I'm good with my French fries. Um, yeah. And it's those things that are so charming and so relatable. And so, you know what I mean? I mean, she's always having funny Because you know what moments. you do? You go, oh my gosh, I'm like that too. Yeah. Oh, thank the Lord. She has four kids and is yeah. pulling out her hair. Thank the yeah. Lord. You know, she has this coffee <laughs> yeah. cup because Lord knows I need it. Like, you know, there's, um, there's just a realness that you feel yeah. and the brands that don't have that, they can create status for sure. But I think the longevity... I mean, I, I don't know 
but I think about like, what's going to happen to the Kardashians in five years? Like, I don't know. Like I'm, you know, it's like, we want to believe that we can aspire to be like the person that we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. It's such, it's such a great point. And I think, um, I think I was just having this conversation with a client of mine. Cause I was saying the same thing. I was saying like, there are parts of your personality. I feel like you're not sharing in your brand that are really like magic, but they're also like parts of the person personality that she feels like are a little more cheeky and a little, you know, more like racy or not like, you know, and I said, what you think about when you're with your friends and like, you joke with them. She's like, I know, but like, I couldn't say that, you know, to everybody. I'm like, why not? And she's why like, not? ultimately what it got down to is like, some people won't like me. And I'm like, some people won't like you anyways, right? Like, like let's I just be honest. Someone's yeah. not going to like you no matter what. No matter you what you do. And I'm like, and ultimately what we, what we face, and I think there's like some sort of like interesting deep-seated fear about this, because this is what was like coming up for me intuitively as, as we were having this conversation is like, like, are we somewhat afraid as human beings because because the bigger your brand is or the more well known you are the more the more of everything comes right so there'll be more people that don't like you and there'll be more people that like you right there'll just be yeah. more of it and it'll be more pronounced right or it'll feel bigger right. than maybe in your current life and are we afraid of that right like are we afraid of that more people won't like us that there could be like a whole population of people that ultimately aren't happy with the way we talk or the way we look or <laughs> the things that we say yeah. or anything i mean these days like they'll pick you apart for anything and for anything. would you and it's and would, so hard yeah yeah and would you hold yourself back do you know what i mean just because of that fear yeah i think they i think people do every day and it really it breaks my heart because it is scary and it is actually it's just really sad you know with the you know complete autonomy that people have online they can say or do anything with no consequences but the consequence of you like not showing up and not doing your god work and not making the difference you know you're here to make i mean hello people hate oprah and tony robbins and i'm sure people don't like right. deepak and you know brene brown i mean I, come on like every there's someone's going to say something about everyone this goes back to seth godin's book he has, it's called this is marketing i love his book because it is about smallest viable market it is about emotional connection there's nothing more important than establishing emotional connection and you do that through authenticity and transparency. And the more you hide, the more you allow other people, you know, to dictate what you do and how you show up in the space. I know it can be hard. I see people, you know, saying, gosh, you know, I'm really fighting with depression because of all the trolls out there. They have, you know, hundreds and thousands of followers, but those aren't your people. And I think it's really important. And it's different when I'm in my 40s and I'm kind of over what people think of me, but we all have that fear of being judged. And what I want you to ask yourself is, you know, why do you care? You know, the people who are judging you are not your clients. They're not your friends. They're not your family. They're not your loved ones. You know, they're not in charge of your bank account. They're certainly not in charge of your dream. So why give them the power? Yeah. You know, I mean, you are giving your power away to people who don't deserve it. 
And it just, it kills me because again, it is a fear. I don't care how old you are or what you're doing. It's what if someone says something and like Dr. Seuss says, it is none of your business, what other people think about you. And if you have a mission on your heart, by God, like, please don't give some troll on the internet, the power to take that away from you. Stop it. Yeah. Don't get 100%. Me started. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's really talk let's about this. Let's do this. <laughs> no, it's so true. And it's like, there is a cost to not following your heart. There's a cost to not allowing a mission Huge. to come through in so many ways. And so really it becomes this question of like, am I going to play this game with myself where I keep stopping what wants to come through? You know what I mean? What wants to come through? Or am I going to just get courageous and start showing up? And that's why your work is so beautiful because you really receive, you know, women who want to get courageous and step forward. And will you share about your event that's coming up that I think is amazing? Yes, I would love to. <laughs> it's funny. This event came to be, I think we're going on six years. I'm like, I, I lose track of time. But I was having these conversations with some of my very dear girlfriends over a glass of wine, like sitting around or standing around the kitchen island. And they were running these businesses, like these multi-million dollar businesses. And we were having these incredible conversations about team and mindset and lawsuits and hiring the right people and firing people and what they're doing to build their businesses. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, why are we just having these conversations? Like, we're not talking about a funnel or a membership site or, or your opt-in, although all those things are viable. Like the conversation I want to have is around wealth creation, around legacy, around mindset, around understanding what it takes to really be seen, be known, and be paid for your brilliance. So I'm like, we need to, we need to do an event. We need to bring this together. And so that was my first event. And we're doing, we're doing it again. It's September 12th through the 14th. It's called Brilliant because it is that. It is about really helping women step into their brilliance, helping them build brands of significance, doing something that is incredibly meaningful and creates money. I'm, you know, we hear so much online right now, six figures, seven figures, money, money, money. And I have never been money driven. Um, I remember my mom earlier, early on told me in life, you know, pursue what you love and the money will come. And I'm like with the talent agency, I was like, well, I did love that. And I lost it. And I, she's like, but I think it's one of those things where it is pursue what you love and then learn how to do it well. Like learn business, learn strategy, learn wealth creation, learn how to create multiple streams of revenue. Like why more women aren't acquiring wealth it just, honestly, it pisses me off and it hurts my heart that less than 2% of women generate over seven figures. And with everything that is happening on the planet, like if women don't start generating wealth, the leadership will always be out of our hands. The decisions we want made, the community changes we want, like women not only need to sit at the table, they need to own the table. And that's what Brilliant is about. So you can tell, like, I want to have these conversations. I want to talk about what's going to create change on the planet. And it starts with women owning their worth generating their worth and putting that back into the world. So Ugh, I love it. It couldn't be more important. That conversation is so important because I happen to believe that women have a very unique skill set, like that is biological to being like women and multitasking. I think it has to do with too that like we tend to have the ability to manage raising small children and also running businesses and to do all of these things like simultaneously, right? Yeah. And I yes, feel yes. like, and we, we know how to like empathize and how to tune into the heart space of people and how to communicate from that place. 
I feel like that is so needed on this planet in all leadership positions at this time, that we are moving into a time where that has to be part of the equation to change the things that we say we want to change in the world. And if we are in positions where we aren't able to own the table, like you said, not just sit at it, then that yeah. doesn't happen. And so then the mission becomes bigger. Right. It's not just about, oh, can I make money doing my mission? But like where you're looking at and the perspective you look from is like, how do we not only put women in, in places of power, living who they are in the world authentically, but but how does that then influence our kids lives? You know what I mean? And the world and how it we will change forward. so much. So I mean, much. Less than less than 12 percent of women make over six figures. The average income of a women-owned business across the United States is $50,000. And so here's the deal, ladies. Like, I understand that money is not your driver. Maybe it is, right? But if we don't take responsibility for understanding how to generate wealth, how to create money, this isn't about like sales. Like, I don't know why. And I, and I do know because we've been conditioned our whole life for thousands of years, right? That we're not capable. We're not worthy. Uh, we're not good investors. We're not good with money. So to me, inspired living really is about feeling like you're doing your genius work, bringing great value to the planet and being able to contribute to things that matter to you, to take care of your family and to, you know, I hate to say it, but money is power and we need more women having the power to make change. And it starts with believing that you can, and then coming to a place like Brilliant, where we're teaching you, like Kate Northrup, I love her so much, Alison Bird, Profit yes. Generator, like really teaching you from nothing, like how to build and scale a multiple six and seven figure business. Like teach me that, because I'll tell you what, pandemic can come, recession can come, when you know how to generate wealth and how to build a sustainable business, can't touch this, right? You can yeah. lose it all, but you're smart and savvy enough to know how to do it again. And that is what success is to me. That is totally true. And the empowerment that you feel when you've learned how to do it, like you do feel like no matter what evolves and changes, I can do this again. And you know, it's funny, like my great grandfather invented, he was one of the first inventors of the hearing aid and he, what? get yeah, out of here. I know. Isn't it wild. And he said, and he, he, uh, he made money. I mean, he didn't make a ton of money off of that invention, but, but he patented several aspects of the hearing it, but he was an inventor. And he used to say to people all the time, he goes, take all the money in the world and equally distribute it to everybody. He goes, I would give all my money if they were going to do this. And guess what? I will have all my money back because I know how to do it. I know how to manage money and I know how to build wealth. And so he said, let's even the playing field. But he goes, I guarantee the people that know how to do it will end up with their money back. And like, yeah. it was a it was a powerful message that I grew up with because mm -hmm. it isn't about, I mean, obviously we see because people win the lottery and lose all the money in two years. It's not about right, right. money as you're saying, right? It's about the consciousness and the ability you know what I mean? To, to yeah. build things and to know how right. to build and, and create you know what, things. That's exactly right. And so much of it, when it comes to even just the brilliant event, it's like, okay, you know, we're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about visibility. We're going to talk about how to build and grow, but it really is. What are you thinking about? Yes. How are you using your thoughts, your words? You know, I mean, it sounds so silly, but you know, you think about 
how Warren Buffett might talk to himself, how Tony Robbins and Oprah might talk to themselves versus how we talk to ourselves every day and what we feel we're capable of and what we feel we're not capable of. So it's sometimes it's actually going back and revisiting the beliefs and the stories we tell ourselves around money. Um, because I lost, I lost my agency. I went through bankruptcy. I moved out to LA in 2009 with nothing but my car full of stuff. I short sold my home. I was like divorced a few years prior. Like I remember that time like yesterday. And even though the guilt and shame around it, I, I felt like I was broke and brokenhearted, but I didn't, I, I had faith. Like I knew it was at the end of me, but I, I, I obviously didn't know what was next, but I just, again, I took the next step and I took the next step and I reframed my ideas and thoughts around money. And I will tell you, like, to me, there is no greater investment than investing in yourself than being in a room of people like Brilliant, where they're spiritual, amazing women that believe that they can and want to know the how. They want the systems, the strategy, and they're willing to evolve. They're willing to think differently. They're willing to be in the 2% because, girl, we got to change that number. Yeah, um, we do. But I will say like community and mentorship, when I look back at my two other businesses before Inspired Living, I didn't know what a coach was. I didn't know what a mentor was. Like I had them, but I had never invested in community. And to me, that is still the driver to this day. You know, it's like if I want to get to, you know, be an eight-figure business, I need to go surround myself with people that are doing it. That's the only way we learn. You know, so it's like, come to the room, like come in the room because that's where you get the infusion, right? Of, oh my God, I did this and I tried this. And that was those initial brilliant conversations with my girlfriends around the table that I'm like, we need to bring, we need to bring these to more women. Yeah. That's how all great things start. Just authentically it is. like, oh my gosh, we have to do this. More people need to be yes. in on this conversation. It's so awesome. And where is it at? It's in Redondo Beach. It's right on the marina. It's at the Shade Hotel. It's just a really like beautiful boutique hotel. Cause I was like, what would I want? I want boutique. I want ocean views. I want champagne upon arrival. So it is all those things and so oh, much more. Fun. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and where do people find out more about this if they're like, yeah, 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 I gotta be in this room? Yeah, it is thebrilliantevent.com thebrilliantevent.com. You can come in person. I think we only have about 30 in-person seats. It's really intimate. It's not a big event, but we also have virtual tickets available as well. So you can pick and pick and choose, but I want to say this, that you know what? So many of us have been in silos by ourselves for too long and there is nothing like showing up in the room. There's nothing can replace it. I love virtual. I put on virtual events. By God, I teach video. Like I'm all for virtual, <laughs> but there is nothing like being heart to heart with people in a room. So yes, I'm doing it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I went to lots of events when I started my business and started just feeling like, okay, I'm going to bring this out into the world and just meeting people, the energy in the room, the connections, like you never know who you're going to meet there. I know people that have like mm -hmm. met their future business partners, like at events, like, like your event. Right. And, and totally. Yeah, got I, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times that has happened. Business partners, collaborators, JV partners, you know, they end up writing a book together. I mean, you just yeah. don't know. You yeah. know who you're going to meet, and even though you know the virtual space is awesome, it doesn't take the place of having yeah. those you know those bathroom sidebar conversations. Like, oh my god, I love your dress. Oh my gosh, I love you too. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. And you got to get out of your comfort zone. You know, the first one I went to, um, I literally sat in the back of the room, like in the corner. I was like, I was, I was a, literally on the cliff of like, I think I'm going to do something different with my life. And I'm totally losing my mind that I don't even like, I don't even know myself right now. Like that's where I was. Like, I don't know myself, yeah. but I'm going to go and I'm going to be in a room. I'm going to sit in the back corner. And funny enough, the next year I was speaking at that event. And, and so like, you just wow. don't know what you don't is going to happen, you know what yeah. I mean? And how much you can grow in such a short amount of time. I just, I'm a huge fan and I'm a fan of your work and this beautiful like container for women. It's just, Thank it's so much. So you amazing. should come. I know. Come, I want to that. It's not even that far right. from, I'm like, you're in my neighborhood. Um, That's right. So amazing. And where else can, I know you have other like resources as well. Like is your website a great place for people to go where they can? It else is. Can I mean, connect? there are, I mean, thousands of hours of video and training and free resources on our website, inspiredliving.tv. And same, same thing, Inspired Living TV on Instagram. I'm there personally. You can DM me, tell me you loved or you didn't like this interview <laughs> and we can start a conversation. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm so, um, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Easy to access. Yeah. And thank you for being your beautiful, authentic self and like for coming on and just being so open and sharing. Like, I feel like when women share, like we learn and we connect and we grow. And that's really why I created this space. So thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Well, thank you. You have created the most beautiful space. I can feel your gorgeous energy and just really appreciate you allowing me to come in and share. And I just want to end with, you know, to trust yourself that no matter what you're going through, whether you're in a relationship that you don't know is right for you, or you want, you know, you have this business idea, like what would happen if you actually pursued it? What would happen if you listened to yourself and you gave yourself permission to be who you honestly know that you can? Like no one's going to validate your worth. No one's going to come and crown you the expert or say, okay, now, now you can do it. It's finally your time. Like I think more than anything, it's, it's time to crown ourselves and to stop waiting for validation and to give ourselves permission. And so I hope that today you take that and you run with it. And um, I'd love to see you at Brilliant too. It would be amazing. So beautiful. Beautifully said. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you. Hey, lovely. This is Shauna Lee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Frequency Show. If you got even one piece of valuable information, head over to Apple Podcasts and share a review with your takeaways. And follow us because we got lots more goodness to come. We are spreading the love far and wide. And you know where to find me over at IG at the Soul Frequency. Until the next time, love. Here's to positive vibes and powerful awakenings.